Hello again, Broncos Country. Orange Weekly Broadcast Network brings you the pregame podcast week four, 2023 against the Chicago Bears. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. The Denver Broncos are looking uh, on par to take the first overall pick in the 2025 NFL Draft and uh, 2024 NFL Draft. I don't even know what year it is. That's how that's how ridiculous I am right now. Um, and and, and, Dolphins beat us. Yeah. And, and we're going into a game here that is winnable with another zero and three team in what sub are dumbing dubbing, uh, the race for Caleb Williams. Uh, it's a nicer way to say toilet bowl than saying toilet bowl. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's two games this week. There's two games with zero and three teams. Minnesota Carolina is also playing right after us. So, um, or at the same time. So what do, what are we thinking? Like so obviously a terrible loss. I do not well, this is a pregame podcast and and I'm going to say it for you cuz David you're never going to say it cuz you're too humble and you're too kind and you're too nice to the people. But he told you so. And he, even you though have to admit you weren't expecting it to be that bad. No, I don't think anybody I I don't think it's reasonable to expect that your team is going to have 70 dropped on them in a game. But I think, you know, I think I know, I think we both remember the end of last week's podcast, Jared, when I said there's a reality where they get 40 dropped on them and it goes from a game to not a game in the blink of an eye and then it happened. And here we are on the other side of it. And it was like, even when it was happening, you were like, man, all right. So it's halftime. They're on pace to score 70 points. But they won't. Right? They, they won't. Yeah. And and you and you said it. Like, even the first half, uh, I mean, there was a chance. There was a point in the first half where I was like, we actually might keep this relatively close. We got the ball back. Uh, I think they had the 20... I think they had 28 and then we were, we were getting ready to score. If it was 20, if we would have scored a touchdown on that drive, it would have been 21, 28. It would have been looking like a decent halftime going into it. It's just a high scoring game. And then the Cortland Sutton fumble. And it, I feel like that's where it kind of got out of hand really quick. And uh, we just kind of gave up. And and so we're going to talk about this Chicago bears game in the, in, in some of the matchups here. And uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about our defense right now. I, all, even all the athletes that we are expecting to be playing well, not a single one of them, not even even uh, Pat Sertan, like not a single one of them played to the level that they're they were expected to play to. So, are we going to get that defense that we've seen the first three weeks? Or are we going to get a defense that had a little Fight Club in the in the um, locker room after that game and is like, guys, we got to pick this up? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. I, 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 for instance, know how I feel about the defense. And like you said, spoiler alert, uh, not a lot of confidence. So, yeah. yeah. So, David, before we get into it, let's go ahead and uh, make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button. Make sure you guys are following uh, Bourbon Broncos No BS on your YouTube channels, all the Bourbon Broncos, all, all the uh, Orange Weekly Broadcast Network sites. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week four episode of the Orange Weekly Pre-Game Podcast. Orange Weekly. 
fans, brews, and Broncos news. Okay, David, let's talk about the next game. The one thing we can have, the one thing that we can look back on is saying, when you hit rock bottom at week three, you can only go up from here. And going into a Chicago Bears game is a way to go up. So let's talk about some positives. Let's see, we're not going to get 70 scored on us um, with uh, with Justin Fields. So let's talk a little bit about it. Justin Fields is struggling just as much as the Denver defense is struggling. So if we're going to talk about toilet bowl, we're talking about their offense versus our, versus our defense, really. That's the biggest one. So let's Absolutely. start there. How are you feeling? Um. Better, but still bad. Um, And I kind of go back to that Washington Commanders game, and then I look at what a defense like the Buffalo Bills did to that Commanders team last week. And then I remember what the Broncos allowed the Commanders to do the week before. And it's start. You know, I'm 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 getting those kind of vibes on this Bears game too, man. Like. I feel like we're going to make them look better than they've looked all season. Uh, I think that they are going to be able to do more things than they've done all season. And then when the game is over and the bears go on to their next game, they're going to look like the same old ineffective offense again. And we're going to come out of it looking like, can we do nothing? Is there nothing that can be done? And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so um, I I think you're right. I think this is a game, and I think you know if we listen to a a Chicago Bears pregame podcast by the Chicago Orange Weekly version of us, uh, they're probably saying the same things we are. This is a bounce back game. We could do this. This is a very winnable game. Um, And yeah, unfortunately, we're on the other side of this where we're looking at our defense and being like, this could be their bounce back game. Uh, DJ Moore is a very valuable, valuable wide receiver. I think he's a very good wide receiver. If he had a quarterback that could throw to him, Justin Fields has been struggling as as far as his accuracy goes, but he's also been pressured a lot, which we have not been able to give. I mean, I'm just going to give you a couple pro football focused stats right now. Mathis, our number two corner behind uh, Sertan on the other side is a hundred and ranked a hundred and first the 101st quarterback out of 101 cornerbacks that are ranked. Yeah. Randy Gregory, who we paid a crap ton of money to be a, a edge rusher to come out here and be that guy that could get get him, is ranked 100th out of 105. Mm. We are not getting pressure on the quarterback. Thus, our defensive backs are getting destroyed. And it's hard to look at those stats and have confidence that a high school team that's that's exaggerating a college team at least an sec team wouldn't be able to throw all over us uh so i'm a little nervous that this could be justin fields bounce back game well and where's where i'm really concerned right now is is justin fields's legs that's what really terrifies me right now is i don't think this defense is good enough to play gap sound especially for a rushing quarterback i think that they will probably there will be a lot of plays this weekend where Justin Fields' first read and second read maybe even are covered up, and then he just takes off. He just steps up and steps into it and takes off, and our defense, our pass rushers will be trying so hard to get to him that they will have gone too far upfield, and there will be gaps between the, the guards and the tackles just a mile wide for Justin Fields to run through, and we will be playing in a soft zone. So he will have 15, 10, 15 yards just running on screen before you even see a Broncos defender. And that's what I'm really worried about this week, Jared. Their passing game, I know, DJ Moore is really good. 
Um, it just it doesn't bother me, but I am I am concerned about that quarterback run game really hurting us this week. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Moore is a good wide receiver. He's he's kind of like that Jerry Judy type, like get him in the ball, the short, and he can do a lot with the ball afterwards. Chase Claypool is a very deep threat, which we know Justin Fields can't throw further than 30 yards. But um, the, the only good news that we have on this, and I'm not saying that he would have made a difference in that game. However, as a leader, if we can get Justin Simmons back, I think that really shores up our defensive uh, backfields and um, can stop anything past 20 yards, which I don't think they're going to do. But you're right. They're going to have these long drawn out plays that no one's going to be open and he can't throw past 30 yards and he's going to step up into one of the many gaps that we have created uh, by not having a gap sound defense. And we, we talked about in the Bourbon Broncos No BS show, uh, Vance Joseph kind of on a, a heavier hot seat than I think anybody was expecting in week three. Um, and and what can that defense, are they going to do more of the same? Is he going to call something different? Did maybe, maybe Sean Peyton pulled him into a, a meeting and also had a little fight club and was like, all right, we're changing everything up. Like, we can't be calling it like this, uh, but we'll we'll see. Um, their offensive line, let's talk about their offensive line, just as bad as our defensive line. So this is, again, we're talking about battle of the bottoms. Our defensive line has not been able to get any pressure, not been able to be gap sound, but their offensive line has given up a lot of pressure and been able to be gap sound. So it's, it's really going to be who wants it more and who's given up more. And yep. after what I saw from Miami... I think we've given up I, just based on that one game and, and especially the second half of that game where they, there was 11 of our defense, all 11 of our defensive men were on the ground on a run um, that they just gave up. So do they want this game? Do they want to win this game? And at the end of this game, if we lose, I'll say it right now instead of saving it for the end, at the end of this game, if we lose this game, uh, the Denver Broncos, the, the players, coaches, they've given up uh, officially because this game is a winnable game on paper. And our athletes are better than their athletes. I 100% agree, believe that. But it's whether or not it's whether or not we want it. And and we didn't want it against Miami. And if we if we don't if we give up and we kind of just kind of play half-ass football like we did then, we're gonna get another L, and it's gonna be a long season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, apt, Jared. Apt analysis. Um. Yeah, I here's, here's what I here's what I think they're gonna do as we're talking about the offense. I think I think uh, Khalil Herbert's gonna get probably sixty touches, maybe. <laughs> and they're just gonna, they're just gonna ru- try to run the ball down our throat. Um, Justin Fields is probably gonna get a few carries, at least uh, probably double digit carries because of either designed carries or um, pocket just needing to get out of the pocket. Um, I don't think they're going to throw very much, but I, I, you're right. I don't know if our, our defensive line is going to be sound enough to be able to stop it. And, and I'm, I'm hoping they surprise us. I, I really do. I believe in them. I think that they're all good athletes. I just think that they need to have the heart. That's it. That's all you can ask for. And, you know, it's not I, – I don't want to paint a picture that they, they can't win this game, that they can't tighten it up on defense, that they can't get better. I know they, they can get better. I – I just haven't seen anything yet that makes me think they're they're gonna. That's all, right. and we'll see. Maybe this is the game that they turn everything around. But uh, you know, spoiler alert for our score predictions: I'm not necessarily thinking the Broncos are going to hold the Bears uh, under 20 this game. Oh uh, wow! Um, so as the last thing before we flip the fields on this, um, I do want to say that uh, the Denver Broncos defense is 
better than they're showing. And if they go out and they show that we get a few three and outs, we may, we might even get a pick. We might actually get a couple sacks. And if we do and we win this game, we are not going to be back here saying the Denver Broncos defense is back. I don't care what happens. Unless we hold them to like 15 yards on the ground and 20 yards over the air. Like there's no way that this Denver Broncos defense is back. We have to get proven from actual teams. And we, we have the schedule coming up that's going to going to show us that. So maybe this is a confidence game builder and that'll be good. And we can talk about that next week. But we need this. We need this real bad. So, okay. So we started negative. Denver Broncos defenses are obviously the negative of our team. Let's switch to the positives. Let's switch to an offense who did also, for the record, I feel gave up in the second half. Mm -hmm. I I do not Mm -hmm. think I do not think that they were innocent in this. I don't think Russell Wilson has an innocent part to play in this. Um, However, the scheme and what we've seen they can do and what they've seen they actually have done. I feel more confident in our offense to be able to put up points against this defense. Now, however, our offense is our strength of our team this year. Their defense is their strength of their team this year. So, how are we feeling about this matchup? How are you feeling about Russell Wilson and the Sean Payton offense? Good. Um, I think they're going to play well this game. I think you're going to see Javante Williams set a tone in this game. I think you're going to see another deep ball or two to Marvin Mims this game. I would love to see them get Jerry Judy going, because after two weeks back in the saddle for him, it's just been very, very much of nothing uh, going on. Um, uh, but yeah, I would expect the Broncos offense to play well against this team. Um, what do you think, Jared, about, um, what do you think about Samaje Piran and how he's looked so far this year? Yeah. I mean, he's been limited touches and I'm okay with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's been with what he's got. He's tried to make the best of what he had, but some of the touches, like the, some of the times that he's in there is kind of. I, garbage time is not the right word because he, he was getting some good touches against uh, Washington. He was getting some some good yardage. Um, I like the fact that we're still using uh, that, that Javante Williams is back and he looks fully healthy like he never had the injury. And uh, I want to keep using him. I don't think there's any need to go split back with that because he's he even in the Miami game, he was still breaking tackles and dragging people five yards with him. So I, I love it. And I love Javante Williams to be that guy. I think Perrine is a very good P. Ryan is a very good backup. And I think he, in, in the touches that he does get, he makes the best of what he does. Um, but the, in a couple of those touches, if you look at the stats, it doesn't look great because in the couple of touches, he's getting hit behind the line of scrimmage and there's nowhere for him to go. Right. So I, yeah. I don't put any of the blame on him. Um, but yeah, our offense, our passing offense is looking very, very good. And their secondary is, if you're going to call a weak spot on their defense, that's where the weak spot is. So I'm expecting Russell Wilson to go for 300 yards uh, this game. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. expecting you're like you said, Marvin Mims is going to get a couple deep shots. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton had a lot of cat. He had a lot of action last week. He was getting a lot. The two fumbles did caught were very, very costly fumbles, unfortunately. Um, so he needs to shore that up, but he, he was getting open. He was still finding ways to get open and, and Russell Wilson was delivering balls exactly where they need to be so that his receivers can make plays, and they were. So that I'm super confident in. Um, am I confident in our offensive line to allow Russell Wilson the time uh, against this defensive line of the Bears? Because you got to think about it. Andrew Billings is interior. We're used to the exterior rushers. Andrew Billings is a very good pass rusher from the interior. And then uh, Nagakwe who has not had a great year this year, but we know what he can do. 
um, if he turns it on. And that's another you know issue that we might have on the outside. Mike McGlinchey, another offseason pickup that we we picked up last year, is not proven to be a valuable a right tackle. Um, and at, is he going to be back? I haven't seen any. I know he got injured in the game, but I think. Looks like he's not on the injury report at all. So it looks like he's good to go. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It's just Andrew Billings is a cause of concern. Um, the edge rushers, maybe not. But, you know, like you said, Yannick Ngakwe is in there. Um, it's there are opportunities to take advantage of this defense. There are opportunities to make plays. Um, but you've got to be smart. You've got to trust that Sean Payton will put the offense in a good position. Um, you've got to hope that they can expand a little bit past the, the scripted plays and how well they've been doing in those scripted plays. Um, there's been a lot of metric floating around about how well the Broncos have performed to start games because those plays are scripted. And then later in the games, the offense falls off a little bit. So that's what I really want to see going into this game i want to see a game flow from the offense i want to see them put together two solid halves of football and i want to see them not plateau at any point yeah i i I brought this up and i'm going to bring it up again i brought it up on the bourbon the tuesday night bourbon broncos no bs show um my a hundred percent my opinion on this on why we're not doing well in the second half is like you said we're looking at a Sean Payton offense in the first half and we're looking at an adjustment with the quarterback and the coach at the same time in the second half that is not showing to be um, we're not making the adjustments the way their defenses are making adjustments. And and I don't think that Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are quite on the same, a hundred percent on the same page yet. And I think that's why we're seeing it. in the first half. That's all they practice. All those plays, those big touchdown drives. Um, that's what they're practicing and practice the whole week. In the second half, you have to adjust based on what you're seeing and what you think their adjustments are going to be. And if the quarterback and the offensive coordinator are not on the same page, uh, it, it can be costly. And that's what I think, again, uh, my opinion on it, I don't know this for sure, is what's happening there. Um, and because you could sell even in the play calls. The play calls are a little weird. They're, they're adjusting. Um, there was one time Russell Wilson checked out. A, it was like a third medium. Checked out of something for a run that just got completely ate up in the middle. Um, and, and, yeah, it was just it was just a weird – I just don't think they're on the same page. So I, you're right. I think I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Yeah. So I, we didn't do it in the for the our defense because I didn't really want to, and uh, it was a sad, <laughs> sad discussion. But let's talk about the the offense. What's a matchup you're you're really looking forward to and can be the difference maker in this game? I want to see what Cortland Sutton can do against these Bears cornerbacks. Tyreek Stevenson um, is uh, their right cornerback. Then you've got Terrell Smith on the other side, that left cornerback. Um, rookie is Terrell Smith and uh, Tyreek Stevenson, also a rookie. So I want to see if the chemistry that Sutton and Wilson have been showing this season pays off. I want to see if he bounces back from those fumbles. Um, He has been a really valuable red zone target uh, for Russ this season, and I want to see if that continues. So that is where I will be paying most attention. What about you, buddy? All right, yeah, I, I I mentioned a little bit earlier, so I'm gonna I'm bring it back in. I'm I'm looking at uh, Miners, Powers, and Cushionberry against Andre Andrew Billings on the inside. Mm-hmm. If our if our interior offensive line can hold him and and you know open up gaps the in the in, inside run uh, with Javante Williams and as well as the pass protection uh, against Andrew Billings, 
if we can hold Andrew Billings off and Nagakwe, honestly, but that's a, a different story, um, then I, I think we have a better a better chance of winning this game. And I, I, I really do believe if we can stop Andrew Billings from getting pressure, Russell Wilson's going to go for over 300 yards this week. Uh, probably 300 yards, maybe three, four touchdowns possibly. Uh, okay. But we have to protect him because the secondary is vulnerable if we can give Russell Wilson the time to get the ball out of his hands. Absolutely. Now, I know you didn't want to do the defense. I understand the impulse, uh, but there is one thing we should talk about, which is that Josie Jewell will be out of the lineup for the Broncos this week, which means Drew Sanders will get his first start at inside linebacker this week for the Broncos. Um, You know, I like it from the standpoint of I think he brings a lot of athleticism to that position right now. Um, where I don't like it is he's gotten a few limited snaps so far. And every time I've noticed him out there, he, he looks tiny. He just looks real small. <laughs> and I he's am, a smaller dude. he's a smaller dude. And, you know, he sacrifices some of that size to play at the speed that he plays. But I am just, I'm wondering if that's going to translate to the field, the way that Broncos country wants it to right away. That's all. Yeah, and if, if let's talk about that. Like, if you took at the injury report in general, um, Josie Jewell out. Uh, most of these guys we're talking about defensive guys. Uh, Mike Purcell is is did not practice for the last two week two days. He's probably out. Frank Clark is out. We know that um, with uh, a hip injury. Uh, Justin Simmons was has been limited in practice. As we record this on Friday, uh, unspecified if he's going to be ready to go for the game. I think they asked Vance Joseph yesterday, and he said we obviously want him out there because he's the leader of the defense. Um, probably going to be also a game believe, time decision type of thing yeah yeah, and I I do believe while I, I don't think one person can make a difference I think having that leader that veteran out there uh, in Justin Simmons he might not be able to be on the defensive line but he can at least uh, communicate and get the plays out there and make sure that they're all on the same page and make sure everyone's running the same thing and get, get them back out of their heads um, and I think that would be huge help for us uh, and then the last person on the injury report is Jerry Judy. He is li- he was limited in practice last couple days with a knee injury. I also think that'll be game time, but I think it's the same knee injury that he was out last week for, um, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not entirely sure. I do know that he went from limited, limited on Wednesday, Thursday, but was upgraded to full today. So I think he will probably be a full go for the game. We'll yeah, see. so he's... That that'll be good for us, uh, but that's our that's our injury. Uh, I'm definitely not giving excuses to Vance Joseph or that defense on those that injury front. Um, other than Josie Jewell and Justin Simmons, those two guys, I like Mike Purcell, but he wasn't playing great. Uh, and Frank Clark was just not been playing good at all. Uh, we haven't seen his name getting called a lot. Uh, much. Well, he's been also. hurt. I mean, he only he only played in that first game. But yeah, no, it's just you you you're kind of just crossing your fingers for better from everybody on defense because at this point from what they've shown that's all you can do like that's what we got is fingers crossed man like all right so let's do it let's break out our score predictions let's do it um i think that you are right in that the broncos can score a lot in this game i think they will i think they'll break 30 i think it will be 31 24 because i don't think they're going to stop the bears all that effectively I'm actually I'm on the same page as you. I think I think the same thing. I think we can score 35. Uh, I think I think it might be a 30. I I don't think they're going to stop us from from getting in the end zone if we get in the red zone. I, I just don't see that defense being able to stop us. So I don't see a lot of field goals here. Uh, so I'm going to say yeah, 35 to 20, 
26, I think we can stop at least a couple, make them kick a bunch of field goals. But you're right, the, 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 where we really struggle, even not, not take Miami out of it, where we really struggle is that midfield. Like from their 20 all the way up to the red zone is just like free open season. <laughs> and, yeah. and every team that we've played has had long drives, has been able to get first downs in that in, in the middle of the field. And whether or not we can stop them in the red zone is going to be a big part of this, uh, this game. Because I, I do think that Justin Fields is going to break off for a couple 30-yard runs. I just see it. I can see it already. Uh, yep. And I don't want it. I obviously hope we can sound gap him, but uh, And maybe that's what they're practicing. Maybe that's their whole focus this week. But um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a decently high-scoring game, which will be fun for us. Because yeah. not a lot of people are watching this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the watchability um, fun... score is real low. Real yeah. low. Oh, if if this is a low scoring game, it's just yeah. a, like... no, no. The watchability score, the the actual score will be high. Oh, the watchability. Yeah, yeah no, no. Otherwise, yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't think we're getting a lot of national media attention this week. Uh, I, would hope... I don't think there's a lot of people watching us. I would hope not. I would hope not. Uh, so yeah. Well, any, final any... thoughts, David. Final thoughts. I was just going to ask you for final thoughts, so now I'm going to give you my final thoughts. Um, listen, I know Broncos country doesn't want to hear this, but if they lose this game, and I, I, I get it, tanking's not really a thing, but it's time to start talking about how bad you want the Broncos to be this season if they lose this game. And I'm sorry, but the answer for me at least, is really bad if they don't win this game. Because they have been, it feels like, trying to put new parts back on the old decrepit skeleton of the 2015 team for eight years now and just trying to stick a new arm on there or a new leg here instead of tearing the whole thing down and starting from scratch, which they should have done at a certain point because the, the fact that they haven't is what I think has led to so many bad seasons in a row so many years where it's just like this is futile and we can tell that it's futile after five weeks but we just have to do it anyway and you know so that to me is where i'm at with it right now if you don't win this game you've got to start thinking about rebuilding this team from the ground up with sean payton as your head coach and apologies to russell wilson he's playing really well right now but if you have a bad season this year, there is no combination of free agents and draft picks next year that brings you back to the playoffs with Russell Wilson. It's just his win- right. the nature of his window right now. It's closing. It's too late for him to come back and be good and for them to add two or three per- high-profile free agents in a couple of good draft picks and say, this roster is ready to compete next season. That's not where the team is at. So those are – that's I, I, more – Yeah. No, no. I, let's be honest. Like we've been saying it too. We, it, you know, we're not innocent in this. We've been saying it, and the national media has been saying it. Like we've all been saying, like we're we're a quarterback away, we're a coach away, we're a edge rusher away from being a playoff team. And I think this year has proved all of us completely wrong in that. The roster just isn't where we thought it was for the last few years, and that's fine. But now it's time. It's fine if you admit that and do something about it instead of going through another off season saying. We're only a couple of pieces away because you're not right now. You're just not. Uh, I'm going to take that. I'm going to flip it. This is probably more of a popular opinion, not so much an uh, unpopular opinion. If we do win this game, 
if, even if we win this game handedly, say we do score 35 points and we hold them to 12 or 13, I we're still not. No, no, <laughs> the there's team, no. We're, no. <laughs> everyone's going to be excited. Obviously, we have orange and blue goggles on, and I get that. And I, I know I do all the time. But we can't come into next week being like, well, there's our playoff team. This is it. We're going in because we're still playing the Chicago Bears, yeah. who's, who's probably the only team in national rankings uh, in some national rankings ranked below us. Um, we are 32nd in most national rankings. Some of them have the Bears below us. Uh, just no faith in Justin Fields. And um, that doesn't mean that we're a playoff-ready team. And we have one hell of a schedule coming up that's going to – we're going to need to prove it in those games um, before we we can even start talking about, like, okay, this team just needed some time to get their shit together. Uh, and we, we could have that conversation. You know, we could revisit this conversation at the at the bye week. I think is a good time to revisit this conversation, but right now, even if we win this game handily and we were one and three, we're still one and three, and we've got some pretty embarrassing losses against some beatable teams other than the Dolphins. Yeah. Um. So. No, and I'll say this too: for almost kind of forget what happens to the in the Bears and Jets games because the Chiefs Packers Chiefs stretch that's going to tell you who this Broncos team is. And you're, I, spoiler alert, I think you're going to find out they're a lot closer to the team that got 70 dropped on them than anything that's about to happen in these next two games. So, uh, sorry. I, I to... want to have faith that I want to have faith that Sean just is struggling at the beginning of the season with his first year here and he kind of brings it back. And, um, and like you said, if we, if we lose this, even if we win this game and if we lose the Jets, uh, we don't want to be the Detroit Lions of every year where we suck at the beginning of the season and then all of a sudden we start playing really decent in the second half of the season and still miss the playoffs and also drop to like, you know, 15th pick in the draft. Uh, we, we That's not something we want either. Uh, so you're right, David. We, we got to kind of look at that. However, I'm never going to root for the Broncos to lose. I'm never going to root for tanking. I'm never going to say like, just give up even though it seems like some of the players have uh, last week. Uh, but but it's a real conversation that needs to be had. And uh, obviously we want one of those top picks if that's, if that's the case. So, mm-hmm. yep. All right, that's David. It. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Uh, thanks for listening. For those of you guys that uh, endeared our very sad episode, uh, we are picking the Broncos to win this game. Both of us are, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So it should be at least entertaining regardless of the records of the two teams. And uh, as always, Broncos for life. And we always end it off on a very strong Go Go Broncos. Broncos. Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news.